Coming up next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Major League Rugby Season 2. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Irish Rugby Tours. The Balanced Palette, Nutrition for Peak Performance. AFIA Sports Training Group. And The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street in New York City. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan, talking rugby, and we are talking Major League Rugby again. We have none other than the NOLA Gold, New Orleans Gold star via Australia, Mr. Scott Gale. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Cheers to be here. Scott, is it November? (laughs) November, no. I've, I've been working on this one for a couple of weeks. Just thought, uh, why not? New country, new style. So, All right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I like it. I like it. But, you know, I, I said to Honko in our last segment about the about a beard, I can't grow a beard or facial hair because it looks like I'm upside down as a bald guy. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you there. I don't know. I can't grow the beard, but a few guys on the team have got the mustache going. So, uh, so I figured I'd join along and do my best. All right, so you got an Australian coach in uh, Nola Nate Osborne, who is a good friend of mine. Is there any pressure uh, playing for Nate as a fellow Aussie, specifically when Nate is prone to predicting that his team will run the table? <laughs> um, a little bit, I guess you could say. Um, we do have a, have a good chat every now and then about Australian rugby and, and a bit of rugby league, um, so we have a good, a good close bond there. But, um, no, nah, no pressure really. Um, any pressure that I get is, uh, is pressure that gets uh, sort of put through the whole team. So, no, we are, we are expecting to do well and um, setting high standards for ourselves. So, can't wait to rip in this Saturday. And, and you must be a fan of the heat because you went from Australia, which right now is in the, in the, in the midst of a heat wave, to New Orleans, which is exact, not exactly cool half the time, right? It's, uh, you like the balmy weather. Yeah, definitely so. Um, I, I've been told uh, New Orleans is probably the most similar weather to to back home. So, um, no, we're loving it at the moment. We got a few ra- a bit of rain for the first couple of weeks that we were here, but um, and so it took a while to get used to that. But no, loving the weather, loving the heat. So it suits us. So geographically speaking, can you explain to folks in the American audience that might not be familiar where you are from in Australia? Yep. So I'm from uh, Brisbane, which is in Queensland. It's on the east coast of Australia, about halfway up. So southeast, um, no, sorry, southwest from where we are right now. So geography is a little bit slow. Sorry about that. Well, it depends on if you make a right or a left because you could just go around the globe, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I should have stuck with that one. Yeah, you're right either way on this show. That's a, that's a, we don't we have fake news, fake rugby news all the time. Uh, <laughs> so, you, do, are you familiar with the Brisbane Broncos at all? Very much so, yeah. I'm, um, I grew up a, uh, a, a big league supporter. My, uh, my uncle and my, and my father both played in the NRL. Uh, that was down in Sydney, though. But, um, yeah, definitely a Broncos. Uh, Broncos are pretty big back home. I'm not a Broncos fan myself, but, yeah, they're massive and um, talented team. And I know that you played for the Queensland Reds for, for a bit. Yeah, that's right. Was that your team growing up? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I grew up. We I grew up in New South Wales originally, but um, moved to Queensland at a young age. So when I started following rugby union, um, the Reds were my team. So it was um, it was awesome to play for them for a few years, and uh, experience playing at Suncorp Stadium. So after your run with the the Reds, you had a bit of injury. 
you had some uh, you had scuffle through some some stuff and you ended up playing in the national setup but also in Japan right yeah that's right yep so I had a couple of uh, a couple of unfortunate injuries in a row um, with a shoulder and a, and, a, and a two or three knees uh, so that was a bit niggly but um, yeah it was it was lucky enough to play on the national so the national rugby championship it was called. Um, which is sort of the second tier comp there in Australia, and then pick up a contract in Japan, um, up in the snow, uh, about four hours north of uh, Tokyo. So it was quite cold up there, and good to experience something different. Well, do you recognize this at all? How about oh, now? that's Toshiba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do <laughs> oh, know Toshiba. You're good, kid. You're good. And it's the and do you know the team's nickname? Is it the, I'm not sure of the nickname, the Brave Lupus? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Go. Don't go anywhere. Hold on. Can you tell me about this? Oh, can't say. I can't tell you a lot about them. We didn't come up against those guys. So, um, no, I'm, I'm blank on that one. All right. So you, so you can't say about can't say. Is that what you're saying? That's it. Very right, spot on. Right. Yeah. Cheesy joke uh, squeezed in. And that was not scripted, folks. So get off my back. Um, but no, we, you know, this is, we got a world cup year in Japan. We were over there. I went to see the brave lupus win a game in, in Tokyo in, uh, in Tokyo at the Olympic stadium. They were on the road. It was a big win for them. The team I actually played for was the Kamoshi sea waves and they're, they're hosting a couple of games, um, as well. So it's a, it's a very old rugby town. Um, I know my teammate, uh, Ignacio Dotti, if he, if he makes the world cup squad for Uruguay, he's going to play in my, my little country town up in Japan. So uh, I've told him a little bit about that. Cool. that. That's very cool. So seriously, for fans that aren't familiar with Japan, they're going over there. You can attest to the fact that this is a, a rugby-ready country. Oh, most definitely, yeah. It's um, like The town goes rugby nuts. The fans that we got to our games are the most passionate fans ever. And um, they're just so such inviting and welcoming people. Um, and, they, and they love their rugby. So... Um, no, it's it's definitely going to be experience. If anyone has the chance to get over for it, it'll uh, it's definitely a show to see. All right, Scott, hold that thought for one second. We got to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Scott Gale of the Nola Gold. Been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste, and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has a taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub. The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Matt McCarthy with Scott Gale of the NOLA Gold. Scott, now we have a show to see here in Major League Rugby on American soil that you're part of. Describe how it's different for you seeing the different professional setups that you've been involved in. You've been involved in professional rugby and super rugby in Australia. You were also in the, the domestic league. And then you were in, 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 in Japan now you're here in the United States in a league that's only in its second year. What's, what's, the, what's the challenge? What's the excitement? Look, this is, I guess, a couple of obvious challenges is the, uh, the I guess, the facilities and, and, and whatnot aren't, um, aren't as advanced uh, per se. And, uh, and you don't have as much sort of 
fan knowledge, I guess, of the game. But um, I've been really, really impressed with the, the setup we have here in New Orleans and the, how we've been taken care of uh, for training-wise and, and with our clubhouse and, and medically and, and the fans, our field quality. So it's been really, really impressive. Um, I didn't come over with a whole lot of expectations, to be honest, and it's, uh, it's definitely blown them out of the water. So um, it is really a professional environment to play in. And, um, yeah, comparing it, there's, there's a lot... To, it's a lot similar to, I guess, what, what what I had back in Queensland at the Reds and over in Japan, um, which are a lot sort of, I guess, top-tier rugby nations. What's the adjustment for you with the team being a mix of, of full-time and, and some part-time players? It's actually similar to what I had in Japan. Um, we're in a semi-professional environment. A lot of their rugby over there is the same. You have uh, a, a core group of professional contracted players but then also uh, some semi-professional players who work from nine to five and then come and train when they can and, and join the team when they can. So it's very similar to here um, in that way. So it wasn't a huge surprise for me or a huge adjustment, um, but the amount of effort that those guys put in working sort of a full day at work and then coming in and giving their all on the training field um, is something that I've been really impressed with. What's the thing you like most about New Orleans? Um, up until... Uh, Sunday, it was the, the Saints and the, the Saints mania that was going going wild through the streets here. Um, so I'm still a little bit disappointed that, uh, that they couldn't get over the line on the weekend. Um, so that's been the most impressed, uh, impressive so far. But just the, the plethora of things to do, I guess. You're, you're pretty silly if you're, if you're getting bored here. There's always something to do, something to, uh, something to see. So haven't been bored at all, been nonstop. Well, I got to tell you something. I'm glad you brought it up because... I have nothing invested in New Orleans versus Los Angeles because I'm a New York Giants fan, but that was an egregious non-call on the what should have been a blatant pass interference. And my theory is that they just wanted the Los Angeles market in and they had to get the Rams the ball back. I um yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm not I'm not too sort of in depth with my knowledge of NFL, but uh but I've become a Saints fan for the past a month or two so um no everyone was pretty outraged and disappointed so um yeah not happy it's always it's always good to like a saint my friend dude and that's uh, that's a pretty good path to pick <laughs> right <laughs> spot on all right well okay you can't go wrong you can't go wrong rooting for saints but i i know that we're uh pushing the envelope here with your time and i appreciate you coming in just a final question for you out of your teammates Who's the guy that we should watch? That's a tough one. Um, we've got so many blokes that are, that have been really been impressing um, around the training paddock and on the games we've had. Um, I'm going to go with my roommate because he's because uh, he's staring me down right here, Con Foley. Very smart. Um, um, yeah, so he's obviously a very experienced player and uh, and brings a lot of uh, uh, a lot of knowledge, I guess, to the team. Um, so he's one that really uh, instilled a good work ethic in us um, and got us uh, into a lot of good habits. So I think he's one to watch uh, come this Saturday. All right. And on that note, my friend, thank you for taking the time out. On behalf of Mr. Scott Gale, Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in New York City for Rugby Wrap-Up, signing off. <laughs> <laughs>